0: They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. How to think like a CEO. I'm Donnie Bovine, CEO and founder of Success Champion Networking and author of Endless Streamer Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about how to grow and scale your business. Hanging out with me as always is Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how to actually think like a CEO. Holy hell! If people only knew, Kevin. That took me three fucking tries to get the intro in today. My goodness, so
1: it's taking you more. It's taking you more in the past. So, <laughs> yeah, like, so you know, that's, so it's a good it, thing. It wasn't a horrible day, right? I was thinking though, we need to change your. We need to change the intro now.
0: Though. Yeah, for the new book coming out. So
1: yeah, because for the new book, because yep. you're now the author of the best selling book. Fuck the focus for sure. So um,
0: and you know. What a cool thing, right? That's a great way to put it out there. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing is when I started the business, man, um, I never saw the CEOs that I, that I worked for. You know, I, you know, sold a lot. I've sold millions and millions over the years. But the only time I saw the CEOs of the companies I worked for was when, you know, I brought in a new big account or I lost a a couple of multimillion dollar accounts over the years in uh, the inter when well, I went through a couple of mergers and acquisitions too, and you know they always want to make sure my book of business was going along for the ride, so they wanted me in the conversations. But you know, so really, I didn't see the CEOs, and you know, I, I didn't really know what a CEO did. You know, for me, the CEO just sat in a freaking corner office, you know, usually wood paneling of some shit because it was old school people, and they just did operational. Stuff, built things, create things, and showed up when things broke, you know, beyond repair. But otherwise, I really was clueless about what they did. And I can tell you, launching my own business, evolving into a CEO has been a bitch. Um, it's been a lot of work to think through, figure out, because you know, the way a CEO thinks has been just mind-blowing for me because as an employee, you know, you're always taught you got to do it. And if you don't do what you're told to do, then you're fired or reprimanded or whatever else. And a CEO just doesn't think like that. You know, they think in a totally different perspective. So I'm looking forward to hanging into this episode, man, as we dive into really, you know, thinking like a CEO and how to evolve into that particular mindset. Oh, what about you? I think. Go ahead.
1: I think this is a huge issue for business owners and entrepreneurs in general. I know when I uh, relaunched Time on Target after I got back from the deployment and was looking at all right, so how do I actually grow this into a business and not just a job for myself? I had a real cu- clean cut idea of what a CEO is supposed to be doing. Uh, so I went out and did those things. And like and, what? In my like mind. What? <laughs> uh, website. Building really cool marketing <laughs> See, uh, building, <laughs> building, building, building a, uh, a culture deck. that Built the outline of how for, my company for, for one going person, to be. right?
0: A culture deck for one yeah, person. For one
1: person. <laughs> and- uh, so, but in my under my thought was, hey, you know, I have this really cool business town and I'm gonna do all this stuff and business is just going to flow in the door uh, and I, I won't be able to keep up. And, that, and that's literally not how it works. No, nah, uh, and crazy though. God. And, and the, th- the, the funny thing is, all the stuff I was doing other than maybe creating the marketing slicks, cause that's definitely not a CEO thing at any level, uh, or any stage of development. But the other stuff, thinking about the culture, thinking about, you know, strategy of how I want to grow the business are all CEO things, but just not right at the beginning. Yeah, for sure. That, you know, they're all stuff that, that a CEO would do. And if I, if we use the Donnie test, is this something that, uh, uh, what's his Steve name? Jobs. Apple would do <laughs> Steve jobs. I it's an Apple thing. I don't do Apple <laughs> things. Um, you know, is this something that Steve Jobs would do? The answer would be yes. So I'd keep doing it. But at the beginning, the role of a CEO is completely different, and people don't understand that. They they think, "Oh, I'm up here, I'm a CEO," uh, and it annoys me when people call themselves a CEO of, and they're the only person. Like, you, no, you, you're an entrepreneur.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, why is it though that when when we launch a business, I think I'm going to say ninety percent of all people freaking who launch a business feel like that we're going to build our website, get the business cards made. We're going to have, you know, the company all taken care of everything. And, and we think that we're going to open up shop and the world's just going to be like, Oh my God, where have you been my entire life? I can't believe I've functioned and not had you and your company doing business with me. I mean, it's cause I know I got caught in that early on.
1: I, I, th- I think for it's because we're throwing out all this positive energy. It's we're literally toxic positivity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's, but it's, you know, we are all excited because we're making this giant move and we're doing something and we have this huge outlook on how it's going to have this huge impact, positive impact on our life that we get, we get taken for the ride with that positivity. Yeah, dude. I so agree with that.
0: And, you know, it's it's also that. and, And
1: for, are you impressed? I was all woo. (laughs)
0: well but i mean you're right i mean there's a lot to be said of the excitement the the oh my god i'm doing this um for a lot of us we just walked away from a corporate job and told them to fuck off and now we're we're out here doing this this is going to be the greatest thing ever and i don't think i know for sure i didn't freaking put the thought process of all the shit that i was fixing to have to do to make this a successful business you know i was a sales guy you know you go sell shit um you know you don't take into account all the other things and all the other moving parts that are fixing to come along for the ride and and it's it's a rude awakening man when you get to that point you're like oh shit this is not at all what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, now it's time to get to work and start figuring things out.
1: Yeah. it's and I, I, The positive energy is a good thing. And I don't want anyone that's listening to us that is just launching their business and jumping away from a, a corporate gig to think, oh, my God, this is going to suck. And, and I then and stop being positive. By the way, it is it's going to really... suck.
0: Just so you know, it's totally going to suck, but it's going to work.
1: Yeah, and it, but and it's gonna suck. But at the when you get out the other end, it's going to be you're gonna look back and say, "Oh my god, I did that!"
0: Right, for sure.
1: And it, and it's gonna be really cool. And we, even we do that still. As we keep growing success champions, we're like, wow, we, we actually pulled that off. We, we did that. <laughs> For sure. For that sure. That's really fucking cool. Uh, but that's a cool thing. That positive is what gets you into the that process of actually being a CEO. And then you have to have that come to Jesus moment. or like, oh, crap, I'm actually not doing the right things. I need to be doing this. That's actually going to get you through, you know, to the other side where you're like, wow, I, I actually am a CEO now. I'm not just, I don't just have this cool title that I gave myself. So I sounded like I was bigger than I actually am. I actually am a CEO and I have employees (laughs) and we have all this stuff. And and now, Oh my God, we now have 50 locations across the country. Crap. Now what do
0: I do? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I know the exact moment when I realized that I was not acting thinking or interacting as a ceo and actually put it in the book "Fuck to focus um and i'd reached out to a buddy of mine i was about i don't know four months into building the business maybe no i think I was about six months into building the business and i reached out and he'd run a couple of successful you know companies and i just reached out for advice and uh, when we sat down he he you know, asked me to lay out my company and everything that I was doing and how I was doing it. And, you know, I went through all the stuff, right. Where I was doing all my graphic design. I was doing all my operations. I was doing all my own accounting. I was doing my billing. I was, you know, I was doing everything down to taking out the trash in the company. And when I was done going through all the things, he looked at me and he said, Donnie, you're not building a business. You're creating a shitty job for yourself. And, dude, you want to talk about a fucking gut punch? Because he was right. I wasn't proactively, you know, building a company. I was replicating what I had done the previous 20 fucking years, which is just get in and get it done at all costs. And, and man, I tell you, that drive home after that conversation was fucking tough. Because as I drove home, I kept saying to myself, man, what does a CEO think about? How does a CEO work? How does a CEO manage their time? And I had no fucking clue, right? So, and that's the day I wrote my famous fucking, you know, Steve Jobs list where I wrote down all the tasks and, you know, put the column to the right, would Steve Jobs do this fucking task? And that's what really started me down the path to shift how I was doing things because, you know, truthfully, an employee thinks, how do I get this done? You know, and they're, and they're really focused on the, how to accomplish it. A CEO, man, most times they're not thinking how. They're thinking, who the fuck can get this done for me? And that simple mindset shift is a mastercraft of a move to really help you wrap your head around what you should be thinking about um, and moving things forward.
1: I think it's interesting that uh, in both of our stories, it took uh, outside individual to uh, kick us in the nuts and and make us realize that we weren't actually being a CEO and growing something that we could scale, that we were just creating a job for self, because that's what happened to me when I got back from the deployment, I was in my oh, shit, I don't have any clients thing. And I was talking to one of my friends from the, the UK, and we were chatting about stuff. And he literally did the same thing to me that you did. He, he's like, well how is this scaling? You know, you're not getting out of the guard. You're going to have to deploy again and again. You're going to have the exact same thing because after the next deployment, you're not going to have any clients again at all. And it was literally like, oh, well, crap. And that's when he introduced me the concept of are you creating a business or did you just create a job? And I'm like, well, shit, now I have to think about how I what what do I create that can scale that can survive me being gone? You know, yours was, how do I get rid of all the stuff and not just keep doing the same process? Mine was like, crap, I'm going to be gone for a year at a time on a regular basis. How do I make a business that survives that? Right. You know, and I think
0: what I just realized is one of the first steps to start thinking like a CEO is have the courage to reach out to somebody else and say, hey, I'm fucking up and I need some help. You know, um, because that's a bold move. I mean, I, I know when I did it, uh there was a lot of I don't, not guilt but animosity towards reaching out and saying, "Hey, can I talk to you about my business?" Because uh, I had a lot of respect for this guy and um, I knew I was fucking up. I just didn't know how. And you know, so I think you know that first initial way to start thinking about your business and start thinking like a CEO is to reach out to somebody you have respect for and go, okay, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Why isn't this working? But don't come at it from a place of fucking desperation. Come at it from a place of of all right, I'm ready to fucking level this thing up and learn. Not not the oh woe is me. What am I doing? I can't believe this shit's not working. You know, you gotta come at it from the the mindset of all right, it's time to get to work. And um obviously the way I'm doing it's not
1: working. I think, though, for a lot of people who are starting out as an entrepreneur or launching their first business, they don't understand that even at the highest level of business, the CEOs, you know, Steve Jobs, uh, uh, Iger from Disney, you know, uh, um, Iacocca, uh, if you want to go back a few years, you're showing all your age coaches. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, I was trying to think of really big name CEOs. Uh but you know, Steve Jobs, all of them, they have a co- they have a, their own coach. They have someone that's their sounding board that they can go to and say, "All right, I think I really just fucked this up," or "I'm ha- this just happened, and I'm at a loss." You know, they're having these conversations with other people that are at their level. Or maybe just a little bit ahead of them, how, how you find someone that's a little bit ahead of you with your Steve Jobs or, or Iger. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works. Well, but I think um, it's also but, it's
0: peers though, as well. I mean, yep. it's 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 they're not sitting there trying to do it all on their own. They may they're thinking a lot. That's for damn sure. But but they're at minimum hanging out with people that
1: are going as big as they are. And, and they all have a board. Yeah. A board of directors, an actual board of directors who are all just as successful as they are that they can go have a con a business conversation with as well so you know i think it's really important for those new entrepreneurs that are listening you know if that's you it's like oh i'm just launching my business sweet who is your go-to person yeah who can you call that understands business and has gone through what you're going through that you could say all right i'm i'm lost i i need guidance. I need you. I need you to listen to my frustration and tell me how to fix it because I don't know. And it, it, but for a lot of people, they didn't have them. I know when I had time on target launching, I didn't know business owners like right.
0: that. Right. Right.
1: You know, I knew a bunch of army people and I knew a bunch of salespeople.
0: Yep.
1: And, and none of them I could I have that conversation with.
0: Yeah. No, I, I was similar in nature. And you know, I was trying to think through who had done the things I was doing and I just didn't have them in my Rolodex. Um, so, you know, for, for me, I started really trying to find the communities of where those people hung out, um, how to get to them. And the most fascinating thing that I found is to get around those people, you've got to go do the things that those people are doing. You know, you've got to, uh, you know, actually try and build a business for one but two you got to be putting yourself out there and you know putting yourself in the room where those people are going to hang out so you can have and strike up those type of conversations and fascinating enough for me it was getting on a lot of podcasts and getting on stages and things that got me to the places where I was meeting interacting and talking to these people and so that that helped me out tremendously but successful people only want to hang out with other successful people you know they're not hanging out with broke people you know broke both mentally and financially um they want people that are getting after it and you know any time in my life when i didn't feel like i was going for it um uh I can look quickly at my circles of who I was talking and hanging out with. And it was a direct reflection of
1: where I was at that moment in life, you know, good. Yeah. For me, it was, uh, it was actually networking is how I found mine. And I went, I went to tons, started going to tons of networking events and focusing on, uh, really getting understanding who I was talking to in the room. And if they're a salesperson, um, I'd have a nice conversation, by i exit the conversation really quickly. And I'd really focus on finding business owners, mm-hmm. you know, and ideally people who were in a related industry where there's potential referrals that were going on. So I could then have that, that next meeting, that face-to-face outside of the event, where I could ask them tons of questions about their business and really dive into what they were doing and start building a relationship. Isn't that so, fascinating
0: though? How much the conversation changes when you speak to a salesperson versus speaking to another business owner, you know, the, yeah. the whole dynamic, yeah. there's, there's, there's almost like this mutual respect thing going on. Cause you both know how hard it is to fucking build a business. Um, but the whole night, dy- I know that was a big, big shift for me as I realized as I was building things out was that shift alone was mon- monumental um even selling sales training i i really thought that i was thinking like a ceo uh as a sales guy and i can tell you i had no fucking clue what i was thinking um as a
1: salesperson versus you know prior to becoming a, a business owner than ceo well, one they don't understand what you're going through two i don't think they always comprehend the whole concept of finding out about the others person business so you can help them yeah yeah no they're focused on the successful they're totally focused on how do i get referrals from you or how do i sell you my stuff yep yep so there 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 isn't that opportunity to have that type of conversation where you build this mutually beneficial relationship where you're helping each other grow
0: yeah for sure and i it's just it's such a mental leap to go from I need to get this sale to I need to build this lifelong relationship. And business owners, don't get us wrong. We're still thinking we got to get the sale, but it's just more focused on, okay, what can I learn from this person? They're obviously in the game figuring things out as well. Um, how can I help this person? You know, Because I know how hard it is to do this and build this. And you find yourself more ready to help them get where they want to go. And salespeople, you should listen up to that because it's a huge way to learn how to sell better. But, you know, and I think it's and it goes back to it's, It's a mutual respect for. All right. You get it. Um, And I think that I, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 finish so,
1: yours. Finish yours. Because then I'm going to go into a, a kind of an offshoot of this. OK, this so topic. so
0: it's in and you can tell how long somebody's been in business By the dynamics of the conversation year one you can almost feel that desperation year two you know you can feel the evolution once you get to somebody who's been building a business for five six years type thing you know the dynamics are more focused on market trends and and you know where the economy is going those kind of things versus how do i find you know urgent success now you
1: know yep so I, I think part of the difference in the conversations is also, and this ties into the mindset of a CEO, is the timelines that we are thinking about. Mm. So a salesperson is totally thinking about this month. Yes. And they are focused on, well, here's my number. Here's what I need. We have another uh, 24 days left in the month and I need to sell this. And that's their timeline. Yep. You know, what can I do to sell this? And as they get towards the end of the month, now they start thinking about the next month and setting themselves up for that. Owners, entrepreneurs, especially ones who've been around, you know, they're in their second year or third year, they're thinking on multiple timelines. Yep. They're still thinking about, hey, I need to close this deal because I need, here's the revenue I need to hit for this month. You know, I got to make a payroll, or I got to do this or whatever. But then they're also looking at six months and they're looking at a year out. And they're making plans of thinking about, all right, so you know, this person I'm meeting, you know, I'm this is a long-term play. This is a strategy that's gonna generate us revenue in six to nine months. You know, this is someone we can partner with, and as we grow and do this. They're going to be a a, a resource for us in a year. So we're thinking, and we do that, we have these conversations all the time when we talk about people and how they fit in our world and when they are a good play for us. We're thinking at completely different levels. You know, we are sorting people by when they're going to fit and when we can, when they're going to be a key person in our world and building towards that. And I think that is the, one of the big difference in the conversations is because we are willing to have conversations as a business owner that aren't going to bear fruit tomorrow, but we're setting out, we're planting all the seeds for stuff that's going to go big in six months or, or further.
0: Well, yeah. And even further, because we, we were already in conversations of what we're rolling out in 23, you know, and I think that's a massive indicator of leveling up that overall mindset when you can look out into the future um i mean when when we first created the line of effort you and i sat down and i put it in the book "Fuck to focus as well but um it was the whole thought process behind of okay how do we look at the calendar and see what's coming up and adjust for it as we were going through it and Two things that did is one, it really allowed me to have more patience in the moment because you could constantly say, hey, dude, we're working on that in Q3 or Q4. Um, And two, it got me to quit looking at the immediate success numbers like, you know, how many members do we have? How many downloads we have? You know, those type of things and got me to look towards the future.
1: Did did it really give you more patience, or did it just give me a a, a rebuttal to? All
0: <laughs> I knew you were waiting to say something. You it gave you a rebuttal. I don't think I got any, you know, more patience by any stretch of the fucking imagination. You know, um, I'm still an instant gratification motherfucker for sure. You know, but but you know, when you can think long term like that, it's it's huge, and it allows you to look at your business as in terms of years versus in terms of the immediate. Now I can also tell you a CEO is willing to flip the entire script on a fucking dime. You know, we went from, you know, one of the big moves we did this year is getting to the private community and opening up our own, you know, success champions, private community. Um, Cause we saw the big changes coming down from Facebook and, and the likes there. And, you know, we went from, we're all in on Facebook groups and everything to circle in what, two weeks. I think, you know, just a few weeks, we made this fucking quick, massive p- pivot and it was all because we had a long-term focus, but we're keeping a handle on what was happening in the moment uh, and allowed us to just to adjust to that, you know? And I think, You know, another thing that constantly happens for CEOs is watch how they manage their time. You know, this has been a big one for me. And, you know, one of the biggest shifts I had to do was to do million dollar time blocking. And what million dollar time blocking is, is literally you block out a certain meeting on your calendar like it's in a million dollar close. And. If that's going to be a million dollars worth of revenue coming in your business, you're not going to miss that meeting whatsoever. But your CEOs, you know, we're not sitting around doing piddly meetings. I mean, everything has a point, a purpose, and we're we're constantly executing. It's like, you know, Kevin and I have very specific strategic meetings we're having throughout the week that we're meeting and discussing and carrying on with. But it's it's to keep us laser focused on all the different moving parts and pieces to the businesses
1: overall. Yeah. And those are super important because we've been a little bit off our schedule the last couple of weeks because of the different stuff that's been going on uh, in holidays and whatnot. And this weekend, I was like, I feel like I have a lot to do, but I don't actually know what it is. Mm. <laughs> and. And even if you are the solo entrepreneur right now and you don't have a business partner or employees or, you know, management between you and the employees, you still need to do those meetings. Yeah. You still need to do that sync meeting saying, all right, so what's going on in my world? I, I, I
0: heard them all roll their eyes when you said that because people do it every time we say it in front of people. We're like, no, we're serious. Go have those solo meetings with yourself.
1: Yeah. I, so I follow Sean Whalen from Lions Not Sheep on a lot of my social media. Uh, And he posted last night at like 10.20. And literally his post was, hey, 10.20 p.m., I just got done doing my planning for the week. I know exactly the things that I need to complete this week to keep on task. because And he referenced, hey, here's my big projects. We're launching an NFT. We're doing this. And I know all the stuff that's moving that I need to take care of this week to keep my business moving forward. And he did that alone on a Sunday night. He didn't do that with his team. You know he's going to be having a meeting with his key members of his team this week working on all those things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because his team members all went, fuck.
1: Yeah, they all read that. It's like, son (laughs) of a bitch. Here it comes because Kevin does it, it to me like all the when, time.
0: Yeah. All it's sudden, like when Donnie
1: yeah. would message me, I have an idea. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> but, you know, but I, that's if it. if a person, if a person that has a business at his level that's doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue and launching really huge new product launches on a regular basis is doing a sync meeting by himself, you need to do it by yourself if you're just starting out. Because there's no way you can keep up with all the hats that you're wearing.
0: For sure. I mean, and it's insane to think you can do it and just, well, if you can keep everything you're doing in your head, you are playing way too fucking small. I can promise you. Um, uh, I mean, a lot of the times when Kevin and I are having meetings, you know, we have pretty detailed list of things that we're covering and talking about. But even during those meetings, there's oftentimes him or I are both going, fuck meant to do that or I forgot to do it right I mean it's on the list so it's going to get done but but it's it's pretty powerful to to have those laid out so you know you know what happens next but you know and and the you know kind of the last way I want you to think about as a CEO as we talk through this is you know a CEO doesn't manage their own money most of the times somebody else is taking care of all that financial stuff and and making it work because um, most people as they're building their businesses manage a personal finance or the company like they manage a personal finances this is a surefire way to go fucking broke really quick. You know, so you get got to partner up with people, team up with people and get that shit off your plate. So you have somebody else holding you accountable to the finances, the funds and, and all of that to allow you to actually properly budget for things coming up and forecast, you know, what different events and launches and things you can actually do and justify because you know we're moving heavily into the stages now of having set up marketing budgets and you know bringing in more employees and, and the likes. and I tell you it's it's a lot more intense when you start bringing in other people to help you manage all that kind of stuff to, to balance you out as a whole. Um, So I think guys with this episode, if you really want to dive into how to think like a CEO, it's, you know, don't think in how, think in who, you know, manage your time, get around the the, the peers that are um, going as big as you are, watch the market, watch the industry trends, you know, be able to move quick on your feet you know, and know who your experts are inside your business that are geeking out on the things they love doing so they can manage and take care of it. And, you know, ultimately, you know, think about where the company is going to be in years to come, not just focused on now. Play the long game on this and, you know, don't worry about the immediate desperation of things that may be happening in your world. And go get the book, Fuck to Focus, man. It's a game changing book, and you're going to be blown away by uh, how much detail I put into that to help you really get your business set up to scale. So, as always, if you got any tips, tricks, any value out of this, please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell one person about this episode, this show. And, you know, we just appreciate you guys always sending in the email messages and always you know, just sending your good vibes our way. So love you. Mean it. See you. Bye. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.